It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to it, 2024. Good to be back. Good to see the Nuggets shake off a sluggish first half and then hit Charlotte with a 30-6 run through the first half of the third quarter. Nuggets win. Jamal Murray on the difference. What happened in that second half? I thought we did a good job, but, you know, we had some letdowns. We're just overhelping at times. They made some shots in the first half, and I thought in the second half, you know, we were able to, you know, just buckle down defensively, play a little more aggressive, you know, take the easy ones away from them, and make, kind of make them play in the half court. And, uh, you know, it showed, you know, we, had, you know, we took the game from there. Yeah, just a classic case of a, a Charlotte team that came in with a 10-game losing streak. Nuggets knew they could just roll the basketball out there and, and get a win eventually. Took the first half off. Got serious about business at the halftime. Came out, outscored Charlotte 40-17 to 17 in the third quarter. Ball game. Yeah, great ball game. And, you know, the Nuggets, I don't know, I just, they had the big the big loss there, the blowout loss yeah, the other night. City. Oklahoma City. But, um, anyhow, good to get back on track for the Nugs. Excited about that. You get a sense still, though, that this team is... Coasting? Yeah, that yeah. was the word I was going to use. Just kind of coasting right now? Yeah. I do. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. Like, I, I, I know how good this team is when they want to turn it on. Right. And I'm not I'm not a big, you know, football taints me a bit because of the flip the switch mentality, which I don't believe in. But I have just come to realize doing this with you for the last, shoot, we're almost going on. We're going on eight years, right? Yep. Start our eighth, eighth year, year in January. In, uh, January 25th. Yes, right after the AFC Championship game in which you picked the uh, Broncos to lose to the Patriots. It was me motivating the Broncos. You did motivate You guys are them. welcome for Boy, that. man. Now you can count you me. You provide a spark. I do. I do. <laughs> you were like the Stidham spark. That You know what? Sean needed me to spark the <laughs> offense. Sean, talk to me. Next on the Morning Brew, well, speaking of uh, Sean Payton, talking yesterday about uh, how... He's approaching the season finale against the Raiders. I respect the question. It's not tricky at all. Here's the thing that I would say. On game day, there aren't enough players to rest everyone when the lead is, you know, the game is decided. There just isn't. And so in college, there is. And so I think having talked about what happened with Miami has nothing to do with our topic. Our topic, I think, is what I'm hearing you say. Do we approach it differently now? And absolutely not. We do everything, everything in our power to win this game. That it's, it's that important. This is important, and not because the difference between going eight and nine or nine and eight, dude. I'm sick and tired of losing to the Raiders. I can't go another year getting swept by the Raiders. Like, you know how teams talk about how once they're eliminated or something, this was yeah. our Super Bowl. Yeah, this is the Broncos Super Bowl. Yes, it is. And by the way, the Raiders have been playing really well. Last week, notwithstanding, losing a game to four, like I think it was four points or three points they lost to the Colts. But um, Raiders have been playing well, and they've been playing super hard for Antonio Pierce, their head coach. So, I mean, this team's going to bring it. They are going to they are going to bring they they're going to bring the secret sauce, man. You better be ready because you're going to get punched in the mouth. I'm I'm actually looking forward to seeing how the Broncos how they hold up 
in this particular game. Because based upon what I saw from the Chargers, you know, there's a there's a thought process there that the Chargers brought. And uh, we'll get into that in Telestrator Tuesday about you can always tell what a team thinks of you based upon the film that you study. And um, I thought it was very interesting. I thought there was a couple of telltale signs that uh, that help you kind of understand what uh, what might go down in the offseason. Ooh, interesting. Seven straight losses to the Raiders. That needs to stop. Next on the Morning Brew, Jared Stidham. Do you think you could be the answer long-term at quarterback? Yeah, look, I mean, I just kind of focused on on celebrating the win. You know, got a bunch of family and stuff in town, so going to take the night to, to celebrate that, celebrate the new year, and, you know, that's all I can control for right, for right this second. Do you think Jared Stidham could be the Broncos' starting quarterback next year? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. I didn't ask that question the right way. No, I mean that was that was, a, that was that was, was poorly done. Yes or no? That was poorly done. Yeah. That, I, I apologize. Ten days off, little little rusty. Um, yes, of course he could be the starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see him be the starting quarterback, or do you think that there are other better options out there than Stidham, either through free agency All or right. the draft? Well, obviously. Young hasn't had a lot of playing time. But with that said, how many guys right now that are going to be free agents do I think give you a way better, like I know are way better than Stidham? And I would say maybe a handful of guys because they have more experience. Maybe a Jacoby Brissett, maybe a Gardner Minshew. But beyond that, and I don't have them all sitting in front of me. But beyond that, I would say no. I'd, I'd say he'd be your best option. And I do believe, you know, they're going to draft somebody. And I don't know who that somebody's going to be. but And I don't know if that somebody's going to be a first-rounder. I frankly don't care if he is or if he isn't. As long as you feel like that guy gives you an opportunity to move forward. And, you know, so maybe it is Stidham next year for a year while you're grooming your next guy. I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think as far as free agency is concerned, he's almost as good as anybody that's out there. Next on the Morning Brew. Fourth and goal. Milrow in the shotgun with Williams in the backfield. Can Bama survive? Milrow running straight ahead. He doesn't get it. He goes nowhere. He's tripped up, and the Michigan Wolverines have done it. ABC there with the call. As uh, that was the play you came up with? Yeah. That's the play? There were like two timeouts called. Each team called a timeout. There was, you had like 10 minutes to devise a play. That's what you came up with? QB dive. <laughs> yeah, the good news is what we're going to do is we're going to motion everybody out of the backfield. Like, I, I thought that the principle of running a quarterback is he's unaccounted for. You know what I mean? So when you run your quarterback... You basically have a advantage in the a numbers advantage in the box, but when you motion everybody out and just run a dive, it really doesn't work out that way. You really don't have, and, and I get why you motion them out. You hope you carry everybody out there with them, like Milrow was gonna throw a dime. Based on the film that I've seen, he's not throwing a dime anytime soon. I know he threw one against Auburn and. 
You know, I put that more on Auburn being stupid. <laughs> but, you know, the play before, okay. this, this this unbelievable, oh, what a play. The play before, he ran over the line of scrimmage by 15 yards, and then he threw it. So let's not get all Twitter-pated over that. So it'll be Michigan <laughs> against Washington. Washington held on to beat uh, Texas 37-31. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., by the way, Tweet of the night that I saw, hey, it worked once. Let's have another Denver team overlook the medicals on an MPJ and draft him. Michael Porter Jr., the back issues, didn't stop the Nuggets. Michael Penix had a number of injuries while he was at uh, Indiana. Yeah, he's had a couple ACLs, right? Maybe overlook those and draft him if he's available. He, He certainly hasn't lost any of his movement skills, that's for sure. Talk about a guy who knows how to operate in the pocket. Yeah. Because that guy's not going to just dazzle you with his legs and run away from everybody. He he needs to be a pocket guy. And but he can scramble, He though. can move. Yep, he can move. I no, like I, that. I, I, Is he available? He checks a lot of boxes. Will he be available? That's a good question. That's a good question. Now, if you lose on Sunday to the Raiders, yes, it would sting. That'd be eight straight losses to the Raiders, but... No, we're not playing that it game. It might move your draft spot up three or four spots just by losing. I don't I don't care. You don't care? No. Nope, beat I the Raiders? Beat, you gotta beat it's the time Raiders. time to beat the Raiders? It okay. is. Beat the Raiders. That'll do it for the Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30.